Hello, and welcome back to The Watchman Watchers, a fan-critical podcast covering HBO's Watchmen. And finally, yes, Yippee. I hear the, the listeners cheer out in excitement. The three Minutemen are back together. Yeah. Hooray. Yeah. I'm finally. joined... Yes, yes, I'm joined by Gaz and John. Hello. Now, uh, John, we had you imprisoned in some sort of paradise bubble, mm. but you used your wits, and I'm sure many clone minions modelled on our little Gareth to escape, yeah. murdered <laughs> them, shoved them in a catapult, and, you know, found How a way I, out. If anything... Very good. have I been roped into mm. that? If anything, I want to go back there, because I can just keep catapulting Gaz into the sky. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> in a way, we all want to be there. We want to be there with you. Yeah. Um, so I, ep- I don't. Well, I'd rather get not. back in your catapult. So episode four is titled, If You Don't Like My Story, Write Your Own. I'd love to. Uh, and I want to know what you guys thought of this little story, episode four. Yeah. Obviously, there will be spoilers. Mm-hmm. And I want blueberries. Mm-hmm. I want delicious blueberries. John, I'm going to go to you first yep. because uh, you weren't with us last week. Mm, dead. Uh, what did you think of last week, briefly? And what did you think of this episode? Um, I really liked last week. I think I would have given it five bloobs. So mm-hmm. that's it. That's wow. last week done. Big score. Yeah, it yeah. is a good score. Very What's good. a blue? Oh, that, yeah, What's good a point. Good point at last. So basically a blueberry <laughs> is thus. You can have one blueberry, you can have five blueberries, and you can have the holes in between, but you can never thus have mm. a half or a third mm. or a, a fifth this is going to go on all day. No half bloob. Full bloobs only. I'm not sure John knows what the word thus means. Thus. Well, that's... Thus I have. <laughs> yeah. And thus. Yeah. I would score it as this episode. <laughs> You've thrown me with the thus. Yeah. I will score this episode a free bloob. Ooh. So your lowest of the season. Mm. Interesting. Interesting, John. Explain yourself. Yeah. Um. Okay. Thus... So basically, um, <laughs> there, there's a school of thought when you're putting a series together that you need slower episodes. And sometimes you can come up with these mystery storylines and every week you can be sitting there and going, what's going on here? Um, this was an episode yep. where they kind of tried to give you answers to other stuff. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, yeah, I'm learning a little bit more. But they obviously try and confuse you with other stuff. So you're like, all right, well, I learned mm. the answer to that one, but now I'm confused again. And some people like that. Mm-hmm. Whereas this episode, I was just a bit like, right, there's too much going on here. Like now it is verging on confusing mm. rather than interesting. Um, yeah. Mm. And uh, I mean, there were there were points in this episode where I was like, right, I mean, I, I need to look this up now that I, I'm sort of lost a little bit. Like... And that's mm-hmm. never good, particularly if I'm trying to research a podcast. So, yeah, true. Um, it kind of took away the enjoyment for me. And some of the bits that I found charming are now grating on me a little bit. And some of the characters that I liked, I'm now a bit like, mm, they're not that interesting. But, you know, it's, okay. uh, uh, I'm not saying, no, I'm, you know, I'm not giving it a kick in. And thus. That is my score. Okay, hey. lovely use of the Brought word it. thus. Put it round. Uh, yes, very good. Okay. Uh, I believe he knows how to use that word. Gareth, now he does. Coming to you, obviously, <laughs> you're very, you know, proficient in the English language. Apparently, um, can you thus? Yes, can you let us know your thoughts on the episode? We watched it together last night, didn't we? So we did watch it together. It was nice, wasn't it? It was um, nice. And I actually, I'm just going to cut to the chase. I couldn't agree with John any more yay um, I was also given this a three three bloob for the exact same reasons it was um, I, I'm really I really like the mysteries that have been established and I'm looking forward to to breaking those down a little bit but yeah it was like um, alright we, we're getting a better sense of uh, you know where Ozymandias is we're getting a better sense of the relationship between Certain characters, it, we are we are breaking down some of these um, some of these mysteries. But my word, there's just, there there is a lot happening. And if I had the time or the inclination, because I'm I'm trying to stick to being a Shonley as well, mm-hmm. um, then you know I would have gone and done some research to find out 
what I didn't understand. But yeah. as it is, I was a little bit baffled, which isn't isn't the worst thing in the world, and it was no. still entertainingly baffling. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just I'm a little bit confused, and I would like a bit more direction, or at least to point me in the right direction mm. next episode. That's what I'm after. Mm. Well, interesting. I, I'm going to slightly disagree with both of you and say there was a giant point, giant tower that we should be looking at in this episode, to be honest with you, which is a, is, is clearly the major mystery of the of the show so far. Um, I think it's, it's continuing its excellent run. I thought the episode actually got rid of a lot of the pointless mystery stuff in this episode and, and focused a bit more on character and a bit more on things which I think are actually more important towards the plot. Um, I... Love the introduction of Lady Tro, uh, yeah. Trio. Trio. Uh, She's cool. Yeah, She's she is cool. Um, I like the bond that's developing between... He didn't appear in it. Silk, Spectre 2, <laughs> and Sister Knight. Uh, and the comic within a comic stuff of Ozymandias is bloody brilliant. Yeah. And every time he's on screen, I thought this would get tiring four episodes in. Um, but every time he's on screen... The, it, the the intrigue and just the comedy factor of the show goes up a hundred percent. Delight for the senses, isn't it? Yeah, it's like wow. you kind of look forward to those sections. I look, I look. John's f- annoyed by it now. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's I know he is. I can tell. About. But I genuinely look forward to seeing uh, the Ozymandias section every episode. And uh, I'm with for, you on that. For me, that's a testament to how well Jeremy Irons is doing, um, and and how interesting that whole storyline is. Um, but I I really enjoyed it. I th- I I, th- I thought it continued. Pretty much the consistency that the show has had around that solid four blueberry mark, and I'm going to give it four blueberries. Mm. So, wow, that's a that. three, a three, and a four from Look. the three minute men. <laughs> yeah. yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. As that because lots of numbers. Yeah, there's a lot of numbers to keep up with. Yeah, there. but overall, there's a mystery in that. Somewhere. You know, it's not it's not bad scoring. It's not like no, 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 like no. Me and John hate it. You just think it's the weakest episode of the season. Yeah, that's all you're saying. Correct. Yeah. Okay, and it's, fine. And, that's absolutely, and it's the that's absolutely start. fine. It's going to be the start of this being the worst TV series this year. <laughs> 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 nah, not really. Uh, oh, banter, banter. It's head in one way. All right, well, lots more banter coming uh, your way, listeners. But before Ugh. we jump into the plot, let's head for a little advert break. We are no one. We are everyone. And we are invisible. Hello, and yes, this is the advert section. Sorry, we won't take up too much of your time, but we just want to plug a little bit of what's going on here at Watchmen Watchers and the Fan Critical Podcast Network. Firstly, if you're listening to the Watchmen Watchers channel, please do subscribe and leave us a review. We love some reviews and we have Mm. some fun ones Mm. later on. Ooh, Ooh, fun. Teasing that, aren't we? Fun in many ways little tease Mm. Uh, so please do subscribe and review all of the fan critical podcast network content that's sometimes reviews of other films like joker which we did recently we've got doctor sleep coming up soon Uh, and any of our other show content is released on the fan critical podcast channel that is on any podcast app uh, itunes spotify you name it we're there if you want to hear more of us not talking about the Watchmen, but talking about other things then please do go to fan critical search it subscribe subscribe and review to that too (laughs) just to say <laughs> subscribe subscribe uh just to say uh castle rock is back that is hulu's stephen king multiverse show really? it is excellent this season uh you know stephen king <laughs> that, Seth king yeah, he likes writing books and that um so if you like that sort of thing check it out it's on hulu and then check us out we are on channel castle rock critical that is castle rock critical and finally we do have a patreon account and if you want to sponsor us further all we need to do is go to www.patreon.com forward slash fan critical and on there you'll see different tiers where you can donate certain monies to us give us all the monies and mm. then we will give you extra content mm. we'll talk to you guys mm. uh, it also enables us to produce more content which mm. is very important and something we enjoy doing just like this lovely patreon has christy i would like to say thank you very much christy as would gareth thank you christy as would john thank you christy um thank you very much now christy <laughs> we don't know your last name 
So please do let us know your last name. Maybe that is her last. She's like Madonna. Mm. Could be like Madonna. In a way. Uh, in a way. Fair enough. And if you are, Christy, we are very much appreciative of the money that you dedicated to the podcast this mm. week. Um, we hope that you enjoy what we're doing. Uh, and let us know what you would like us to cover or how we can do better. And that's what you can do if you're a Patreon. You can do all of those things. There are even tiers where you can commission a podcast of your own choosing and become a host on a podcast once a month. Wow. So, yeah, very, very much wow, Gareth. Mm. Good. Yes, enjoy Too that. Much. And if you like that, listeners, go to patreon.com forward slash fan critical. Now, enough with the adverts and that. I know you don't really care about any of that. Let's jump into the <laughs> plot of episode four of The Watchmen. Yeah? I guess we have ourselves a reckoning. Right, boys, let's jump into the plot then. The three minute men are together, and I have a funny feeling Ooh. this first section ties very nicely into the three minute men. Oh, yeah. Sometime prior to 2019, Lady Trio meets with the Clark family and makes oh. them an offer oh. in three minutes. Hey. Now, obviously, One for each of the minute men just set well, the podcast. I'm saying I reckon we would be able to do a deal in that sort of time frame. Mm. That sounds like something we could do, yeah, very well, easily because maybe- there's three of us. And we all go for one minute. So don't even think that we add our minutes together. Because I used to think that. And apparently that's not what happens. No. What happens is we all just last a minute. Yeah, just one minute. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, but if we added all Lads, our minutes together, we would still last three minutes. That's yeah. how time works. Yeah, moron. exactly. Yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah. What do you mean we don't add them together? Well, I'm just saying we would get this offer done in three minutes. He still so doesn't know what's going absolutely on. absolutely fine. <laughs> he has no idea. Why is he hosting? Can you carry on, please, John? Anyway. Pick up the baton. So, uh... This is interesting, right? This whole um, this whole power play from her, and it's a fascinating way to be introduced to her character. John, what did you make of this exchange? I'll tell you what I made of this exchange. How disappointed would you be when she's like, well, I'm not going to offer you any money. <laughs> <laughs> You're a trillionaire. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. It, was, yes. it was fascinating, wasn't it? Um, yeah. I really like the little music, little montage, little... Mm-hmm. You know, little farm. Yeah. yeah, very, I mean... It's all happy in farmland. We make eggs that nobody buys. I've dropped them everywhere. Ha, 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 ha. Why well, have you dropped them again? <laughs> but don't worry, I've caught one of the eggs. Yay! <laughs> we'll have one egg between us. It was like that. We need money. Um, <laughs> no, look, I I liked it. Um, it, uh, I mean, this character... I mean, you're calling her Lady Trio, are you? Trio. Yeah, Trio. Yeah, Trio. Like tri- it's not a Treyu oh, from Neverending Story. So, a Treyu and the horse. A uh, Treyu! Yeah. Treyu and Ken from Street Fighter. Yeah. Yeah. So, there's more. Yeah. Um, she's a, she's yeah. a fascinating little woman, isn't she? Yes. Yeah. And dominated could, that opening scene. Could, have, have either of you. Either, did either of you... Well, I know you didn't, Len. John, did you ever have a Sega Master System? Yes. I did have a Sega Master System. Oh, he's not so asking what you. what are you talking about? <laughs> I didn't okay. ask you because yeah. I know you don't. Um, Sega Master System 2, when you turn it on without a game in it, Alex the Kid, yep. or Alex Kid, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, plays automatically. Mm. She looks a bit, quite a lot, like Alex the Kid. Got the same haircut. A little bit. Maybe, spoiler warning. That's the theory. <laughs> yeah. Maybe she, she gets, heard it here th- yeah. first. She gets a bike in the next episode. It's really good. let's pay 200 gold pieces for that um so she's uh she's made this offer for the she wants the land and she wants it within three minutes and she artificially creates a biological baby for Mm. these two uh and gives them uh and john this would have made you smile obviously when she's like and there's five million in an account so don't worry about it (laughs) inside the three minutes um, uh, and they literally agree moments before an object from space crashes onto their property so she can claim ownership of it. Mm. Um, Gareth, thoughts, discuss, twisted, sinister in a way, mm. creating a baby from nothing. Morals I mean, questioned. This was probably the Clark's best three minutes of their lives. <laughs> um, Range of emotions. We, would, we weren't we would, there. Probably, we'd, you know, would give them a rival yeah. three minutes, I'm sure. But it's, it, we're not I, into that. But yeah, go on. It did have. Oh, I it, am. 
like this reminded me obviously the Kent the Kent family. No. Yeah. And something crashing <laughs> Look, to sp- right, crashing yeah. to their farm. Yeah. Space. Yeah, hold on. So this is, hold on. Is this an origin whoa, story? Oh, here he whoa, goes. Whoa, I've whoa. got oh, here he yeah. goes. Comic corner, this yeah. Comic corner, isn't it? All right. Well, yeah. sorry. I'm literally doing my own interpretation of it. <laughs> and and also coincidentally reading Len's notes which yeah. Had the same thing, so we obviously were on the same Good. page. Yeah. We didn't say this though. No, at let, the time. Let's, let's leave it. Let's leave it to oh, com- uh, delete all that. So if anyone out there, any <laughs> no, don't any listeners, <laughs> any listeners who are like, why haven't they mentioned Superman? Don't worry, that's coming in. Oh, he said Superman. the word yeah. Superman now. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Jesus. Um, anyway. No, he meant he meant a Superman. Exactly. Oh, I meant like I meant he meant. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's coming in Comic Corner. Stick around, teaser. Right, uh, but yeah, I, Gareth, continue without any Superman. Well, this is hard because that was the point I was going to make. <laughs> um, all right, I mean, look, it's I, I again. I tell you what, one Go thing on. I loved is tell me, I loved the little intro to the Kent family. Yeah, who Clark family, the Clark family, Correct. who were possibly fuck's sake, <laughs> he, can't, he can't stop himself. <laughs> <laughs> who are possibly Superman's parents. I mean, um, <laughs> who we're probably, prob- probably not going to see again. No, uh, I don't think not going to mean again. anything. No. And yet we get this lovely little intro to them. We see yeah, about their lives. Like It's all this little world building stuff. Yeah, I love the world building. It's beautiful. I loved it. Oh, what's going on here? Okay, right. So I want to throw out some theories here. Let's talk about, she obviously gets the land in that time. But I want to, what was in that comet? Obviously, let's ignore Superman for the minute. Do you, I'm going to throw something out here to you, John. Mm. Do, do you think it could be Vite himself? Now, if Watchmen is playing around with non-linear time, you know, which I think it definitely is, and I'll come on to that in the Ozymandias sections. Mm. No. Uh, everything we're seeing with Ozymandias has been happening in the past. I know this um, deal obviously happened in the past, a few years before the events mm. of this show. Mm. Do you think there's any chance that that was uh, Vite escaping and returning to Earth? Yeah, it could. I don't think so. <clears throat> oh, didn't ask you, Gareth. I asked John. Um, so, now I'll, well, I'll, I'll say what Gareth says. Then I don't think so. No, I mean it could be, couldn't it? It could be. Um, I, I, yeah. It's I, almost. I quite like it, especially. Can, it's almost yeah. a bit too Westworld, though, isn't it? To be playing mm-hmm. around with the timelines and being worried about oh, what's going on when and is this now and oh, I didn't realise that happened fifty-eight years ago, like. Because they didn't timestamp it. <laughs> well, um, so I was yeah. thinking about you and that. They, they this show really does hate the idea of timestamps. That's why John's really enjoying yes. it. Five bloobs. I'm surprised you only gave it three bloobs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, now I, I like the idea of them, and we'll come on to the Ozymandias stuff. But I like the idea of of that being a possibility, especially considering we know that that Trio uh, took over Ozymandias' business in late 2012 so we know that that she's got control of the company he went missing like seven years ago or something i mean the the timelines they do kind of make sense but Mm. you you need to read up a bit in the extracurricular materials which we'll come on to later in the feedback section for anyone that's interested we have been sent a website which i have known about but i haven't mentioned on the podcast so very sorry to everyone but we will talk about that in the feedback section which gives you a bit more context behind uh, some of the stuff that's Petypedia. going on in the show. well that will be helpful well gareth you yeah Petypedia, that's right uh, john but you are not allowed to w- read it gareth because <laughs> you are a shonely you are not allowed to do any extra work on this podcast uh, all right one, fine for once he's he's, he's his true calling is oh, lucky. Back and... um uh, okay let's let's switch back to present day now and in the present, Angela learns about Will's parents at the Heritage Centre. Now, this was a very interesting section mm. where we got... And I know you guys didn't like the Heritage Centre that much. Oh, hold on. Hold, what? Two. I, I literally said this. I loved the Heritage well, Centre. Hold on, yeah. hold on. And then, jo- and then John said he didn't John like it. John said he didn't like Correct. it. Correct. Yes, that's not you guys. No, and then you it? said then you guys. didn't no. like it either after No, that. then you said... <laughs> Correct. Oh yeah, good point, John. I hate it now. Um, but what I will say, the technology here, the technology here is fascinating. Uh, getting a little acorn out of the machine and then dropping it into the the little tube, and it grows your family tree. Me yeah. and Gaz are watching that, going, "This is cool." That was like, cool. If that was an actual thing, the queues would be out the door. That is <laughs> mad. That yeah, it would never close. It would never close. It was amazing. I loved it, and I loved. Um, 
I just love the, the technology in this show and how some of it's so old, but yet some of it is so futuristic and yeah. Blade Runner-like. Like, I just love it's it. It's too good, though, isn't it? It it's is. too I mean, good. That was too good. I was watching that and I was like, oh, just I can't wait for this to exist as a thing. They don't um, even have mobile phones, for fuck's sakes, and now they've got an acorn that can grow like some holographic tree. <laughs> Fucking hell. What, where's, the, where's the priority in terms of technology? Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, they've gone down a different route. They, yeah, they're they, not bothered they... about like allowing you to play Angry Birds wherever you are. Correct. Like they're more interested in allowing you to find out your detailed family tree. <clears throat> yeah, I um, I actually ancestry really enjoyed this scene. I enjoyed Angela in this scene, finding out about her great grandparents and tying it into episode one, where we saw obviously their her great grandparents cart a young will off yeah. uh, it was lovely stuff I, and then she was like and leave me the fuck alone yeah. she had a bit of an attitude with it i enjoyed that to, to a to a picture of a kid like <laughs> this is the thing uh, i didn't <laughs> i didn't love that bit because like i get it i get why it's happening but i love the idea of it i love the acorn mm. i love the ancestry uh, great name quality that great pun great pun um, yeah but her standing there telling the audience that she's angry mm. at Will is annoying. That's annoying. Mm. Like, yeah. what, she she wouldn't be having that conversation with that no, picture. No, I, I get that. I get that. Um, um, but I'll I tell you what was funny. I was, I was cracking up with, with Gaz, actually, because the AI was like, um, she was saying stuff like, Angela Abar, we have revealed that your grandfather is, and then following on from our, your previous podcast, I was just waiting for it to go, who did justice? Who did justice? <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold on let's rein that in alright oh, well, <laughs> sick of that gag <laughs> more, more, more where that came from more where that came from um, so <laughs> I think the thing here is we heard the Boo. crash and she runs outside and she sees um, you know Silk Spectre 2 yeah what, I like uh, this little time time crossover yeah this is a good time crossover and we're like oh shit so she's got her car back instantly and that's the moment Instantly. where, well, yeah. where it was about a couple of hours. She's got day. it back, and it's it's not in a good, way. not a good condition. Um, <laughs> this this for this for me, and we talked about it at the end of, of last week's episode. Was like I asked you the question, Gareth. Mm. You know, obviously, Silk Spectre Two thinks that's a sign from Doctor Manhattan, mm. and I said it's possible that it's just you know this thing that Lindelof plays with quite a lot, which is coincidence. Yeah, um, and he loves playing with that bloody loves it he does <laughs> so it's clearly the moment she sees it's a bar's car mm. um you yeah. know sister night's car she immediately switches back into oh i'm a cold sort of person and and mm. she that that whole idea of it being dr manhattan's kind of gone from her head and it is just coincidence do you reckon do you reckon she's written it off that uh, possibility well no. the car's written off and she's written it off <laughs> so yeah <laughs> very good <laughs> Uh, John, do you think that as well? Do you think that she's um, she she's sort of had that brief moment of you know hysterical laughter at the end of last week's episode, and then as soon as Abar turned up, she was like, actually, if this is your car, it's and it's related to the guy who you know the wheelchair guy. What what do you think? Wheelchair guy, fucking hell. <laughs> His name's William, right? Um, but she doesn't know that at this point, so yeah, she knows him do. as the wheelchair, wheelchair, wheelchair Willie. Yeah. We call him wheelchair Willie from now on. <laughs> no, we call him we call him hooded justice. What are you both talking about? I've right? already said you keep on with that. Honestly, I give you two bloobs and stop listening for a He's bit. He's quitting. And then two just bloobs. listen to. No, be so lucky. Yeah. Hey, good. it's been um, upgraded. Look at it. Um, so yeah. <laughs> uh, it genuinely has. It's mental. But anyway, that's yeah. amazing. Do I think she's written it off? Um, no. I don't. Also, I mean, Mars was glowing, wasn't it? Like he was, he was at least going, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I did get your message. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I'll get back to you later. He was, Once yeah, I'm finished yeah, yeah, yeah. making this sandcastle, yeah. <laughs> call you later. Um, <laughs> BRB. So, mm. yeah, I mean, I'd imagine in the show she'll write it off, and then he'll turn up in two episodes' time, and everyone will be like, "Oh, yeah, brilliant." Um, and it's if we justice. can discuss, I mean, Doctor Manhattan. Yeah, we'll uh, maybe we'll we'll leave it toward the end because it's got nothing to do with the plot of this episode. But lots of theories flying around the internet about who is playing Doctor Manhattan. 
but we'll come back okay, to that yeah. at the end. I've, yeah, 100%. I'm very interested in that. I just mm. want to talk briefly about the pills that uh, Angela finds in the glove compartment. Mm. Obviously, they're quite a central part of the episode and, and they get mentioned later on. Um, just a little interesting but, gift from, from Will. Can I say this was this was one of the things, and maybe I'm being silly here, but this was one of the things that, added to my confusion and it's like right god now i've got to remember these pills and i don't i don't know what their significance <laughs> is i just have to remember that on your there mind. are well it's like it's just an added like what are they what, what's the significance and then there's these sort of covert conversations about them a bit later mm. and it's like oh yeah god just tell me what the fucking pills are why yeah. are they significant? Okay, Gareth, calm down, calm we'll, down, son. You know, we'll we'll we'll, we'll get there. They're gonna they're Ooh, gonna be like my favorite. They're gonna be um like strength pills. Yeah, like she's exactly, gonna take yeah. them and she'll become hooded justice too. <laughs> too. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I I do think they are strength. I actually think strength pills isn't a bad shout or something that prolonged his life anyway. Um, mm. Angela leaves. So uh, yeah, very much so. Secret to a uh, healthy life. Later on, Angela leaves Judd's uh, KKK outfit with Looking Glass, and we Here get, you, go, mate. you know, is this is for that? You? And we also get to see a bit of uh, Looking Glass and his in his favourite hobbies. Mm-hmm. Now, John, I know, and this is just obviously, you know, I've hung out with John quite a lot as you have, Gareth. Whenever mm-hmm. we go over, one yeah. thing he is doing is developing his squid photographs, I and I've sat there and just gone, John, can we just like. Do the podcast, please, or something like that. So I know you're into your squids. And he's like, no, I have to finish my squid photos. Yeah, it says it like that as well. John's real voice. Tries to act like a squid, if anything. Yeah. Um, Well, I know, because I was eating a squid at the time. So, yeah, it was good, wasn't it? Um, He, uh, he's a good fella, isn't he? Looking glass, I'm liking him. You know, he's he's very, I I do like the fact that he lives in a bunker, which is kind of mad. But it's, it's that thing, isn't it? It's throwing back to the fact that, Watchmen was set in a world where, you know, 30, 40 years prior to this, everyone was convinced it was going to be a nuclear war. Yeah, so, exactly. I love it. Absolutely love no, it. It's great. It's I- great. And his parallels with Rorschach, I know you guys mentioned it a couple of times in previous po- in the episode two podcast, uh, you know, eating beans out of a can, John, we've had that sort of stuff. And like, where's the same shoes, <laughs> same shoe size. His whole demeanor is, <laughs> is the same. He's, pretty much. He's really cool. I love his like calm, um, persona, but there, and I said to you at the time as well. I was like, I love Looking Glass, but then he does say a line in here yeah. when Angela says, "Like, did you know Judd was racist?" And he goes, "Well, he's a white man in Oklahoma. So is he. He's a white man in Oklahoma. Yeah, that's, is the, he that's in, the implication. Implying that he's also yes. a, well, yeah. you know, that's a negative. That, that is a negative, but it loses a couple of bloops for that. <laughs> God, but he's well, an interesting character. Well, he's not he's allowed in... an opinion now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Well, you know, I like him as a character. I know you boys like him as well, yes. and I hope we get to see a lot more of him uh, later on because I, I still think that we could see more of him. You know, uh, he's mm. he's a great character. What? Do you want to see him naked? Yeah, exactly. Uh, as Angela is dumping... Just the, the hood on. The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Speaking well, of sexy outfits. <laughs> this is a good segue, actually. As Angela is uh, dumping the wheelchair remains of, uh, you know, wheelchair man, as in Will, she is spotted by an unknown vigilante who greases his way out of trouble. Um, <laughs> I mean, fucking hell. <laughs> oh, my God. Take it from here, John. Go. Shoot. Thoughts on well, Luke Man? If you, if you go back to our coverage of um, uh, Infinity War and, and uh, an Endgame, yeah. um, I, I mean, my dream uh, was to see the Silver Surfer come back <laughs> um, and save them. <laughs> now, this is... This is why he didn't come back, because if he did, <laughs> this is how he would come across. Some gimpy, slimy, Ugh. just oh. uninvited guest. Yeah. All right, uh, enough and about then when he... <laughs> 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 oh, um, He's atrocious, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, God. He's... I, do you know what? I, 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 thought, he, bit... I thought he was a bit nippy. I thought he was yeah. a bit nippy for a bit. I thought he was going to yeah. leave her. And then no, when he started pouring that shit all over his head, <laughs> I was like, "Is he just gonna? 
Is he going to explode or what's going on here? Like, is I he thought a, he was on a fun is run. He petrol. I, <laughs> I I thought he was. That's what I said to Len. I was like, he's going to set himself on fire. Yeah, he did I say thought, that. Yeah. yeah, but I. Do you know what I hated the most was that he'd cut out like lip holes. <laughs> <laughs> he's got room for his lips. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, okay, awful. I've lost it. Okay, oh. he's, got, he's got to eat. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> well, looking glass, doesn't it? <laughs> okay, right. So, <laughs> That's true. I guess watch the space with uh, Lube Man. I, d- I have no idea who he is. And, <laughs> and listeners, you can let us know any ideas you have on Lube Man. You can email us at fancriticalpodcast at gmail.com. That is fancriticalpodcast at gmail.com. And we will put your feedback in the feedback section. Mm. Now, at the station, mm. uh, she finds, or Angela finds, that Laurie has found Will's fingerprints in the car, as well as a connection to Trio's facility at the Millennium Clock. And because of this, they visit Trio at her impressive structure. Mm. First question, what do we think this structure is? I'm interested. I'm Clock. intrigued. She said it. It tells the time. Mm, I reckon that is a function of it, but maybe uh, there is another function. It's like an Apple Watch. Multiple things. Well, mm. maybe it changes time. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's going to be a slightly advanced clock. Yes, and that mm. is not a bad shout at all. Uh, what about something along the lines? I'm just spitballing here. I'm getting vibes like. And and maybe we'll come onto this in Comic <laughs> Corner or something. But I'm getting vibes that this this might be an, a giant inf- intrinsic field generator or something <laughs> something that can. Uh, <laughs> you, John knows what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. It's what turned yeah. Doctor Manhattan into Doctor Manhattan. So I'm saying, what if Ooh. this thing is like a beacon? Well, no, uh, it turned John Osterman into Doctor Manhattan. Yeah. Fuck, oh, fucking yeah. hell! What a shit machine that would be. I was already Doctor Manhattan. <laughs> I can change this strawberry into a strawberry. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Jesus I think Christ. I think it might be something like that. I think it might be something that makes people super yeah. human in some respect, um, like a, a way to evolve humanity, um, which would be an interesting concept, I guess. Um, but anyway, that's just a thought. Let me know. How, how about if it's like some sort of Death Star thing, and it's like going to blow up Mars? How about that? Wow. Yes. That'd be yes. mad, wouldn't it? Just to get... And talking away. of Death Star... Yeah. we got our Star Wars pod coming up in, what, <laughs> yeah. like four weeks or something? So Yeah, well, when, when it's bloody yeah. out, yeah, 100%, big time. Yeah, so, Tenu- tenuous at best. Tenuous so. at best. But I do like the idea, or maybe maybe blowing up Mars is a way of uh, uh, getting Dr. Manhattan down to Earth again, you know? Really annoying him somehow. Bring him, bring him back down to earth. Come on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So Lady Trio provides them with a list of people uh, who had access to the lightweight drones, and in Vietnamese, tells Angela that Will wonders if she got the pill bottle. Mm. She politely replies, "Tell that fuck to uh, to talk to me himself or whatever." Yeah. So uh, lovely. I didn't know Vietnamese was such a beautiful language. It is a beautiful language. Mm. Um, lovely. Swearing at each other. Sounds poetic. Um, why? Why is she this angry at Will? Why is she this angry? Well, because she's he's literally thrown her whole life into. She, she's now questioning everything she ever knew for the last few years about her best friend Judd, yeah. about what's going on. Like it's not his fault that Judd was a racist. Also, remember what um, Silk Spectre well, two said to uh, her in the car. You know, you wear the mask to hide from your pain. Um, and that mm. is essentially she has got a lot of pain a lot of anger and a lot of rage we've seen that with Angela just in the way that she you know conducts herself around criminals and stuff like that like she she uses the mask and the outfit as a way of a, a, a release you know when she's just beating mm. that guy to a pulp on yep. the floor in episode two like that is what she does so she is she is an angry person and she is channeling it the only way she knows how Gareth that is my take on it okay yeah She'll, yeah. Also, nice. I mean that conversation. That conversation in the car. How awkward was that? Where it's it was, like, it, it was awkward. It was well, awkward. You know what? What? What pain have you gone through then? Yeah. Would you yeah. not know who I am? I'm <laughs> Silk Spectre too. I'm probably one of the most famous people in the world. Yeah. I don't know anything about you. Yeah. Well, my dad raped my mum at some point, and it's like, oh fucking hell. No, like, but not even that. Not turn even, the oh, radio yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> not even my dad raped my mum. But hey, little Dweebo in the back. Can you tell her that my dad yeah. raped my mum? Like, oh my god, don't don't delegate that job. That was hilarious. 
you, just sitting in the back, mm. Petey, cracking me up, whatever well, that, his name is. Well, yeah, well, yeah, Petey. Uh, is Petey um, Lube Man? Oh, yeah. Is Petey what's Very similar builds. Tall, skinny. Oh, wow, yeah, yeah yes. Mm. Oh, nice. I like that, John, throwing so He loves out. it, doesn't he? Like, he, he's a watcher. He is a watcher. He's, a, he's not one of us, obviously, out. but... And obviously, we'll talk about yeah. PTpedia later on, but obviously, that's probably related to me. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> hey, it's yeah. a fucking, it's a thing, all right? It's a thing. Um, okay, is, let's yeah. let's jump over to uh, Mars. Well, John, let's jump over to Mars, shall we? Where oh, Vite, yeah. and that, it's not confirmed as Mars, everyone, but, you know, I think it's Mars. I think it's confirmed as something else. Uh, where, well, it's implied well, yeah, somewhere else. Yeah, we'll come on to that. Where Ozymandias collects fetuses from a lake to grow new clones of Mr. Phillips and Mrs. Crookshanks. Mm. Um, mental. And right. to be honest with you, um, throwing <laughs> chi- go on, John. I'm going to throw this to John. Uh, Just, get, get, yeah. yeah. Well, don't on. throw it to me. Throw it in the ocean. Um, so <laughs> It was a lake. <laughs> but yes, yeah, I like All it. Right. Well, fucking hell. Like, <laughs> You're that's, good. That's, that's not the thing you should be John. concerned about. Yeah, John, it's an enclosed <laughs> body of water. That makes it a lake. Yeah, no, fair enough. And thus, it's a lake. So, <laughs> I watched this um, during the day. Mm. Uh, and I I just had to question my life when I was sitting here watching a man just throw <laughs> babies back yeah. into a lake. I was yeah. like, and it, and it was just the way he was looking at them, just be like, nah, rubbish. Throws it away. <laughs> I was like, fucking hell, this is grim to be watching. Like, yeah, I really did even, have to question my life there. They even like had the babies do a little cry. Yeah, like, that was... That was brutal, and 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 Little coffin and rubbish, rubbish, and and the thing that me and Garrett, I mean, this this is weird. Crap. I mean, I I feel like my life has been dominated by weird baby scenes at the moment because I watched Mother for the first time yesterday, which has a horrendous baby scene in it, mm-hmm. and I've also been playing Death Stranding, which has a very bizarre oh, yes. relationship of babies on the PS4. Mm. So I feel like me and Gareth have been watching weird baby stuff. And then to see this, I was like, what the fuck is going on at the moment? Like, seriously, yeah. I don't need to see any more of this. I need to watch Look Who's Talking or <laughs> Baby Geniuses or something. Yeah, Look Who's Talking, 100%. <laughs> um, yeah. But the clone stuff, brilliant. Um, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant stuff. He needs them as he has killed off all of the existing ones. Um so that was a bit mad. He had a big night, he said, and we've all been there. <laughs> we woke up the next day. Um, yeah? Yeah. yeah. I have no idea we who have, all these people yeah, are but, in the I dining mean, room. Yes. Fucking um, hell. I mean, you go into the front room and there's like glasses left over and yeah. you're thinking, fucking hell, that's, that stain's not going to come out. You're not, mm. you're not walking into a front room where everyone's dead. It's just like, <laughs> well, I mean... Well, you speak might for yourself. Then. Fucking speak hell, for you've had some big nights, mate. But yeah, yeah. And then and then you scarped and went to Australia very quickly after yeah. you're leaving, dude. Exactly. So, you know, yeah. Yes. Don't don't check his don't check his old room. Don't check it. <laughs> um, but with the new help of uh, Mr. Phillips, the new Mr. Phillips, and the new Mrs. Crookshanks, <laughs> Veidt uh, begins launching the dead carcasses by catapult to test the limits of his paradise prison bubble. Yeah. Thoughts. Mm. Um, this is when I was like, okay, we're definitely on a different place than nah, Earth, yeah. I think, because we had the space link last week. I mean, but, uh, with the with the frozen corpse and the suit made out of skin. Now, I think is it Mars, Gareth, or is it where do you think it might be, Gareth? Berkshire. Mm. Um, no, I think that it's. Pr- I think that it's the moon. Don't yeah, I? yeah. Well, there was a link. That the next shot panned off the moon. Yep. To where we are. So, John, what do you think? Moon or Mars? No, or I, d- I don't think it's... <laughs> yeah, slough. Um, <laughs> I don't think it's uh, Mars anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I almost think that it's like an alternate Earth. Yeah, like, okay. I, I feel like he's... I feel like there's something about that statue. Like, maybe he's... Maybe he's trapped in that statue. In or the something. statue, wow, that would be some fucked up stuff. What by Lady Trio? She's trapped mean? him there or something. That's fucked. Yeah, and like it's that. like, well, you know, what? Why does he look so old? It was yeah. there was that comment, and it's like, well, I mean, he wouldn't have aged that badly in seven years. Mm. And it's like, well, how long has he been away? Really? Four. Yeah, and and this and this is this is this is the interesting part. I want to come up come on to about the the time and playing around with time. Now. 
How about this? What about what's your guys' take on that every single vignette that we've seen of Ozymandias this season is actually a year between each uh, thing? Now, there's mm. a couple of key notes for this. Uh, first of all, is the cake that he receives every single episode so it's a year? It, it, it's, it's every year's is like birthday or the year since he arrived there, and the cake it had the first time it had a one candle then episode two i think he had two candles ah. he's eating the cake in this one this is good so this would be every single year and if you were to listen to his speech he goes four years four years since i was sent here in the beginning i thought it was a paradise but it's not it's a prison so by your help with your <laughs> eyes with your broken mangled bodies one way or another <laughs> i will escape this god for second place <laughs> Right, yeah. you, sort, you sort of lost it at the end there. Yeah, yeah. but it's also yeah. that's but, but that's the it four is year, difficult. The, it's a very yeah. good impression. It's really thank, um, thank you. Thank that's, you. That's the best impression you have ever done in your life. Like hundred percent. Thank you. Well yeah. done. Uh, yeah, good. Thanks. Mm. Thanks for that. Yeah. Thanks but for that. What's, What's going on with his what's going on with his accent? Yeah, it is all over the place. Yeah, it is. He sort of like lisps it at the end as well, which I quite like and enjoy. But this four years thing, boys, just focus on that. So he says <laughs> No, four... no, no, accent. Okay, Sorry, yeah. yeah. The four the no, four years. If we could come back to the accent. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the four years thing, um yeah. might have that, might have yeah. affected his accent. So so I think that, that does correlate now. <laughs> I think that's been confirmed. Do you guys agree it's been a I year? think that's really good. I like uh the cake candle theory that's good after in the first episode they definitely definitely say mm. it's it's your anniversary or whatever yep. word they use yeah to it's say anniversary like, sir. This is, it's yep. been been a year i think they might even say it's been a year yeah and um yeah, yeah how do so they know they, they've probably only been there for like a week before he fucking kills probably them tells and, them yeah every time they they arrive he's yeah. like all right um this is your jobs Make i've me a been cake. here this long Terrible looking cake, as me and Gareth said multiple times. Just wouldn't want to eat that. Um, so the the passage of time here is very interesting, and that's why I think if you read up on some of the extracurricular materials, you see the amount of time that he has been missing. Uh, it mm. kind of might correlate the amount of years that he's missing to episodes this season and stuff like that. So um, <clears throat> just check it out, and we'll give you the website uh, that you can check all that sort of stuff out and extracurricular activities and information on uh, Ozymandias <laughs> and uh, different interviews and stuff at this very interesting site, PTpedia. Now, let's jump yeah, on to the end. Dodgy of the, as, it does. It, mm. it really does. Let's jump on to the end of the episode mm. where um, in the evening, Lady Trio is talking to Will about being upfront with Angela, but the events uh, come to a head, uh, but the events will come to a head, sorry, in a few days' time, uh, and he would rather mm. she figure it out herself uh, as they both, m you know, maniacally start saying tick-tock, tick-tock, back and forth, and the episode pans <laughs> yeah, up to weird. the next That's tower. Weird. Yeah, I'm not, I wasn't yeah. happy with that. No, no I wasn't happy with that also, either. No, uh, no, uh, no, it's just silly, isn't it? Like... It, uh, uh, this is what I'm talking about. I mean, does it actually mean something? Are they activating something, or no? I but think... then obviously they don't have iPhones, yeah. so yeah, you know, very true. No, I thought what? Why is he wearing those big red trainers as well? <laughs> I, well, I think there's two things to pick up on here, and let's discuss them individually. So obviously, this is another string to the bow of hooded justice theory that Will can just stand up, and he is extremely imposing. It looks like for a hundred year old man, a big guy for. Years. Yeah, I will say that is yeah. the first thing. The second thing I'll say is I thought the TikTok was a reference to the fact that they are actually manipulating the 7th Cavalry from behind the scenes and sort of pushing them towards a goal that they want to achieve. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, I mean... And it refers to the Millennium Clock. Now we're getting the TikTok. Oh, okay, so that refers, you know, that's like a, a thing to, to related to Trio's clock as well. Yeah. So it feels mm -hmm. to me like the Cavalry are just pawns in Lady Trio's game. And we know that billionaires and their plots definitely have massive significance in the Watchmen universe. And that's why we're seeing so much of Ozymandias, etc. But she's a trillionaire, so that doesn't uh, Good point. Good point, mate. Very mm. good point. I, I stand corrected. Fact. Just like Will. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it was a fascinating... Ooh, end the, yeah. Very good, that. Yeah. Very good. Fascinating end to the episode... And, you know, there's so much theory, so many theories being crafted. And we want to know your theories. We're going to have a feedback section later on in the podcast. But before we do that, I'm going to pass over the reins to John over in lovely London town. And he is going to go through comic related references in Comic Corner. Comic Corner. 
Hello there. Um, I'm back. So, you know, maybe insert Backstreet's back at this point, or no? <laughs> Don't good. have the clearance. So, no, nope. no license. Good. Right, we're gonna we're gonna smash through these. Um, yes. I have to be honest. There's loads of them, and uh, in terms of my actual interest in these, like none of them got me excited. Um, I have to say. Uh, okay. But I'm gonna do them anyway because that's sort of right. I am. I am looking so, forward to this corner. I cannot wait. No. <laughs> <laughs> now, you guys will love them. So, the episode's title, If You Don't Like My Story, Write Your Own. Any idea what that is? I reckon this is about Lindelof and, um, what's his name, the creator of Watchmen. Uh, Alan Moore. Uh, Alan Moore. Yeah. They have a feud. Because Alan Moore doesn't feud. want to be associated with it. So, just saying. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, fact. So it was basically a tweet from... No, it wasn't actually. So it's a quote <laughs> from uh, a book called Things Fall Apart, um, which is a real book. Uh, and it's the book that Cal uh, is reading later on in the episode. Ooh. So oh, lovely stuff. Didn't see that. Okay. Very good, yeah. John. Literally reading the script. Um, <laughs> we Obviously, we have to touch on the fairly obvious one at the beginning. Um, now... Unless you are extremely savvy at the beginning of this podcast, yeah, um, it, you know it could have been ruined for you, but we've managed to hide it. Yeah. So the two farmers, uh, obviously man and wife, turns out you know they're childless, mm-hmm. yeah, living on a farm, seeing meteor crashing yes. down onto the farm, yes, yeah. So obviously it's a reference to Batman. <laughs> so yeah, Same now universe, obviously Superman. Yeah, yeah. Um, the fact that the couple are called the Clarks. They don't want to be too yep. on the nose. No. Um, but the Jonathan Clark as well. Guy, yeah, Jonathan Clark. Yeah, instead of Jonathan Kent, mental. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So just just, just be Superman. Just yeah. have him in there. I, I love the subversion of this, just that whole idea that in the Watchmen universe that... Well, okay, it is DC Comics as well. So. Exactly, exactly. But I just like the way that obviously... I'm not saying DC is actually quite a dark and dreary universe, but like the Superman story is quite idyllic. Like he crashes into this homely family who, you know, couldn't have kids and then raise him as their own Mm. son. And this is a sort of darker Watchmen-esque take on it, which is like, okay, yeah, but what if a billionaire could track this comet, uh, buy up the land and then basically, you know, raise the superhuman as their own. It was a very interesting (laughs) take on it. It's lucky because she goes there and she's like, Hello, are you Mr. and Mrs. Superman? <laughs> <laughs> she used her millennium clock to tell the future. But uh, no, I really liked well, it. Oh, yeah. I really liked Ooh, it. Oh, that's good, that. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Um, so do you remember what the mum was called? Other than uh, Mrs. Clark? Martha Clark. I hated the, yes. Mar- the Martha so, thing winds me up, but yeah, go on. <laughs> so, so Katie. Yeah. So she was reading a novel at the beginning. Uh, the novel was Fog Dancing yeah. uh, by Max Shea. Uh, Shay is the author of the Tales of Black Freighter comic. There you uh, go. Snap snap through the Watchmen series. Our version of the the Black Freighter is the Ozymandias story is probably really John, isn't it? This time. Yes. Yes, correct. Um, we get more squid, uh, which I know you yummy. hate, Len. I do actually um, genuinely very much dislike. You've never squid. tried it. It's disgusting. You've literally Who never tried it. Who looks at that and goes, "I want to eat it"? Continue, John. But try it. Yeah, I mean, there's there's loads of, like, supposed symbolism in terms of, like, there's a lamp that sort of looks a little bit like a squid. I mean, I'm not buying it. Yeah, I know, it's, it's just silly now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, someone's ear. It's just like, no, that's the actress, all right? Leave her alone. Yeah. Oh, but, uh, but no, mainly in the bunker with Looking Glass. He's, um, he's so interested in this squid rain. That he decides to take these disgusting pictures. That was one of mm. Prince's. He's obviously really obsessed about, hits, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, In this so yeah, yeah, so that that was that. But but obviously that's the the fact that you know digital technology in photography. Yeah. Again, it, it's yeah. that it's that juxtaposition of fucking hell. You can get your family tree up in some cool holographic fucking display mm-hmm. at, like activated by an acorn but you can't take a fucking digital photo True. ridiculous well madness he's just opting to yeah some people still like school. film development so it's his hobby let's let him have his hobby 
Oh, I let him have his hobby then. Um, th- this one is. Uh, I mean, uh, I suspect that you'd have no idea about this unless you're an expert like I am. Like me. So. <laughs> so when uh, so when Laurie uh, is driving Who's Angela that? and uh, and oh sorry Silk Spectre two. <laughs> Who's that? When she's. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so when some old woman's driving Angela around um, yeah. and we've got P.T. Lube Man in the back, so the song playing in the car uh, is Billie Holiday's rendition of You're My Frill. Mm-hmm. Now, that mm-hmm. song is the song that's playing when uh, Silk Spectre 2 and Night Owl have their first sexual encounter Ooh. in the Ooh, Lovely. Lovely stuff, that. I know, right? Yeah, good. good I remember that scene. I- I'm in getting taught a lot in this the movie. Week. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was in the movie. In the movie. to go with um, uh, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Leonard, Leonard, Leonard yeah. Cohen's version, yeah. Uh, yeah, dreadful. Less. Dreadful. Sexy. Mm. So, so we've obviously got Will um, and Bass Reeves and Hooded Justice and all that crossover. Yeah. Because yeah. we finally it's... find out that Will's full name is William Reeves. Yeah. So. so I I picked up on this one, didn't I? You did you did? Yeah, um, you picked up on it last night. Yeah, he I was think. like, "Isn't that that guy in the cinema bit called Reeves?" And I was like, "I think so." <laughs> <laughs> and, then I, and then my literal response was, "Ask John tomorrow." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's got the corner. So there you go. So you know, hey, do you know what? At this point, I bet William is fucking Bass Reeves as well. Like he's probably like two hundred years old. Oh god, with those pills. Unreliable Who narrator. Knows? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. Um so Lady Trio and Adrian Vite, lots of um crossover between these two. So the Vivarium, uh the big glass thing. So it's consistent with both characters. So in the comics, uh Vite has like his Antarctic lair. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. and in that he has this Vivarium because He's obviously smart and arrogant and he wants to show that he can effectively raise life in or house life in in, uh, in those sorts yeah. of conditions. Yeah. Uh, whereby in the show, obviously Lady Trio says it's like having her own little piece of Vietnam. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. that's the first that. time that they cross over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, also the clone stuff. So uh, I guess you mentioned it at the beginning that you know, she's effectively cloned a baby for Superman's parents. So yeah. Superman's not needed anymore. <laughs> um, so I guess we can assume that that's a similar sort of technology to what um, Vite would have used yeah. um, when he created Bubastis, his, uh, his little lynx fella. Yeah. Now, the reason that I, I bring up Bubastis um, and Bubastis too uh, is it's worth noting that the toy that Topher has is almost certainly Bubastis. Oh, wow. Okay. Watch yeah, it yeah, back yeah. again. It's I'll a little it lynx, back. like a little purple lynx. Yeah, I didn't... I, I, you know what? I didn't didn't click that, but now you've said it, I'm like, oh, shit, that, that, that is quite good. Um, I'm going to watch it back. They've gone out of their way. Mm. Yeah, they've gone out of their way to uh, to do that because it's very, like, you look at it and you're thinking, what the fuck's that? Mm. Who, I was thinking, that? what Why sort of toy is that? a teddy bear or something? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Well, it's Bubastis. So I literally, at that point, actually, I turned to Gav and goes, I thought it'd be a squid teddy because there's fucking, there's like squids <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Put that yeah. in the corner. Yeah. So that's it. So that, so that was my favourite Easter egg of this Yeah, week. I love it. I love Bubastis. that. Bubastis. Yeah. Bloody love yeah. that. Are you, is that it, John? Are we done with Comic Corner? And that's it. We are done with Comic yeah. Corner. I have to say, I thoroughly enjoyed that this week. Sometimes, <laughs> and most of the time, I'm like, oh yeah, I spotted that one. You've mentioned a couple there which I definitely haven't spotted. So I was very much yeah. appreciative of you telling us that. And Gareth is bamboozled over here. I could tell you his brain, he just looks frazzled. So who, here's one. Who here's is Angela? One, Gaz. Yeah, Do on. you remember Bubastis? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> and that is why right. he's frazzled. So in he's got the a funny film, name though. Cause you've obviously, you, yeah, it was, well, that is his name. So having a go. Bubastis, yeah. Smith. Bubastis probably thinks Gaz is a hilarious name. Yeah. And I Sorry to any Bubastis out there. Yeah, go on. But your, your Gaz are the cat. 
Yeah, so you point. should know another cat mm. when you hear Gamer one. tag. Settle down. I thought we don't use surnames. <laughs> <laughs> so Bubastis is like the... I mean, he's a lynx, but he sort of looks yeah. like a tiger with horns. No, see, that's cool. I don't know him. why I've forgotten him, because that sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like, yeah he's cool, mate. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah, Check I will. Check it out. He basically, Bubastis is... Um, he's the... I mean, he's he's Vite's fucking cool little pet, but yeah. he also sacrifices Bubastis to kill uh-huh. Dr. Manhattan in the mm-hmm. film. Yeah. Which is why he then clones him again in the follow-up, which is Doomsday Clock Volume 1. Mm-hmm. Of course. Bubastis 2. Of yeah. Very knowledgeable stuff from John and very unknowledgeable, idiotic stuff from Gareth as usual. Adequately. <laughs> now, let's roll on to feedback. First of all, I want to talk about uh, the website www.hbo.com forward slash ptpedia. We have had correspondence mm. from Todd Bradley and Len Preston both letting us know that this website exists. Sorry for not mentioning it yep. before, but we did know of its existence. If you do want to read up more and get some more context, context on each uh, of the episodes that have been released so far and certain documents and interviews within those episodes, go to that website. On there, you'll find a lot. Todd Bradley also had this to say. He says he's sure he's seen this uh, and it nicely ties into the graphic novels and they have some filler stories in there between each episode he's enjoyed each episode and the show and thanks for all our work so thank you well, Todd thank you very much mm, for that thanks Todd uh, I made a massive mistake last week you did you balls it up I said when I was editing I said Gaz I think I need to re-record this because <laughs> I made a mistake I read the notes wrong now yeah. Timothy Langston has, has, has kindly let me know that I did. <laughs> kindly. Kindly let me know that Aggressively, I did. Timothy. Passive, aggressive. Yeah. Did let me know that I've made a mistake. He said, I don't know what the fuck song you thought Laurie Brake was playing, uh, but it's the song Mongoloid by Devo. And I know this because uh, I inserted it into the episode myself. But what I didn't read was the fact that Devo also has a song called Space Junk, which was related to the title of yes. last week's episode. That song specifically was Mongoloid. You are right, Timothy. And I knew I made a mistake. Piss c- poor. I couldn't rectify it. Piss shambles. Poor. Absolute shambles. One of those things. It was a shambles. He had me, he had me shazamming it afterwards. I was like, like can just you check that. just check that? And mm. I was like, oh, fuck, fucked it up, haven't I? Mm. But anyway, that's that. Missed uh, one episode and that happens. Fucking hell. Honestly. Well, what happened when Len missed an episode? Yeah, exactly. We'll get on to that later. Well, but anyway. justice is what happened. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, Mike, <laughs> Mike Sukman has had this to say, hi, fan critical. I found you guys through your Castle Rock Critical podcast last year. I've been a fan of you guys since and have shared your podcast with some friends and family of mine always share the podcast that's what i say yep. right number one um, rule. he always looks forward to hearing our takes on stuff as you're consistently insightful and hilarious and entertaining so that's nice <laughs> good review and we'll come on to some it's reviews very, in a bit yeah. his watchman question is do we think dan dryberg will make an appearance at all this season dr manhattan feels inevitable but dan i feel like they could go either way on thought john dan dryberg Gareth, i don't is think not out out. yeah no. Um, I don't think they've cast him yet, mm. to be honest. Mm. But if they did, if if they were to recast him, <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they, and you well, find out the answer on Patreon. Yeah, so. go to patreon.com forward slash fancritical, give us five dollar dues, and you can listen to the cast it where we actually recast the Watchmen. Uh, very interesting. We did, we did recast the Watchmen. Yeah, in um, yeah. I no, I I I don't see him making an appearance uh, this season. Um, they will reference him again, but I'd be amazed if we saw him. But it would be cool if it was just right at the end, it's just like Matthew McConaughey or something, and you're like, fucking hell, he's aged well. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, let's move on. Brad Stapleton has had this to say. Oh, you've written this one yourself. I actually didn't. Um, and Brad, you made my week. I'll dispense with the flowery pleasantries and just give a shout out to Len's incredible Jeremy Irons impression. Incredible. Yeah. yeah. Mm. No, it is good. It yeah. is very good. Um, I'll give you this. Please, please feel free to fill out more in, in the future. I have done in this episode. Uh, already done. Tick. Um, he loves every time that Ozymandias is on screen. He already deserves an Emmy, he says. He's really excited to, where, to see where they go with that character. He did want to throw in a theory for theory's sake. I think that ev- <clears throat> I think that everything that newspaper guy was bullshitting about back in episode two was true. He's seemingly a crazy conspiracy theory dude, but clearly we know he's right about the squids at least. I particularly liked a throwaway line he says about Senator Keane. He's just a clone of his father. Oh, Obviously, we good. know that clones exist in this Ayo. world because of Mr. Phillips and Mrs. 
Crookshanks. No idea what that means to the overall plot, but I agree with Len that Keen's a shady motherfucker. Really enjoy the podcast, fellas. So, thoughts on Keen being a clone? Um, I mean that that that's a great pickup on that line, mm. isn't it? Um, I I really enjoyed it actually, yeah. um, because it's a sort of hidden little mystery that Lindelof would play and, around with, so, and the clones seem to be growing into the story as we're going through it. Maybe, I mean, maybe I'm looking too much into this now, but maybe that's why he wasn't that scared when the when the cavalry member came and and grabbed him and was threatening to kill him and because he could just be made again he could just be made again interesting enter it yeah dealing with clones in a different way if anything yeah well john thoughts clone yes no maybe um no okay and that's the end of that chapter that's the end of that (laughs) chapter thank you for your email brad (laughs) hopefully we answered your question yeah but i actually like 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 it uh charles uh charles poor has let us know and this is to everyone listening that if you want to know more on the Tulsa race wire, race riot, and uh, Black Wall Street, uh, he sent us a podcast called "Stuff You Missed in History Class." That is stuff you missed in history class, and in one of their episodes, they do cover that in detail. I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet, mm. but if mm, you I'll do want to know more on that, which I think, to be honest with you, after that first episode, I definitely do want to yeah. know more. And I, uh, as I said, mm. it, it was amazing that we didn't know more about it. Then do check that podcast out now. We love getting reviews here at The Watchman Watchers and the Fan Critical Podcast Network. So please do subscribe and review this show on iTunes if you have the time. We would be very, very grateful. I have to say, we've had lots of lovely, lovely reviews. Sometimes they'll get read out on podcasts. I've decided it's my job to decide Mm. these things. They're not always good. They're not always good yet. Liz A has had this to say. <laughs> Hello there. I just started listening to your podcast the other day. And when I found it, uh, when I found out there were going to be episodes about HBO's Watchmen, as an avid podcast listener, I'm so happy to say this is one of the best podcasts I've ever listened to. Ooh, that's lovely. That's very nice. Uh, you guys have a great chemistry together. And I love listening to you talk together because it makes me, uh, gives me super Ricky Gervais show vibes. Like super Ricky Gervais? Mm, like, like super Ricky Gervais. Like Superman. Yeah. Uh, which I mean da, as a tremendous da, 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 da. compliment. Five blueberries. Now... Being compared to Ricky Gervais is John's our, dream. John's dream and all of our dreams. So if we were to have a Carl Pilkington of the group, I it, think I'm filling that void you, at the moment. In this podcast, you definitely you do are fill filling that void. Just yeah. this, just yeah. this one. That's all. Yeah. So fine, I'll take it here. Let but... us know more of your ramblings. Monkey news coming up next <laughs> week. Um, oh, however... chimpanzee, that <laughs> monkey news. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good that. That's good. That's good, that. Um, But from time to time, uh, thank you very much for that, Liz. That was a a lovely Lovely, review. And uh, it's lovely to hear that sort of stuff. And and, and obviously, as I said, please do let us know your thoughts on the show. Mm -hmm. We do. Uh, But from time to time, we do get some constructive criticism, which is absolutely fine. Uh, and we love to receive that too, because sometimes we... Nah, fuck that. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes we do take it all on board. We take it all on board. However, we received these two reviews on the same day within hours of each other. Uh, So it feels good to read them both out. Okay, this is the first one. Headline. The terrible jokes get in the way of the discussion. Mm. (laughs) Okay. Just suffered through the episode two review without the primary host. Guilty. That was me. And the show went off the rails. What the, you know. In the first episode, the host reined in the wandering nature of the other two to get back on topic. 100%. Without him, Mm. this is me again, we had to be punished with hearing a terrible hooded justice joke for the entire show. Hopefully, and this is, yeah, hopefully this won't continue on future episodes. What's that? Written by... No, you're not allowed to listen now. Written by Alex Leonard. Hmm, Written by Len. Um, All I'm saying is... He's not allowed to listen now. Yeah. Hashtag hashtag bring Len back. That's all we're saying. You get it trending on... I think that says hashtag bring bring Glenn back. (laughs) Who's Glenn back? Uh, But in all seriousness, uh, I'm I'm joking around. Whoever wrote that, that's absolutely fine. They're entitled to their opinion. Um, John, I know that might upset you, you know, but you did a great job that episode. Um, No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Up, it doesn't upset me, but mm. you know, I'd like to listen to that person's podcast. To be honest, <laughs> oh, does he not have one? <laughs> no, I, I, I jest. Um, I, I uh, look. I've said this before. Uh, when I read stuff like that, I find it hilarious. And mm. when we first started out, yeah, I was constantly getting abuse. You were, actually. but now people have right, got so. used to us. Yeah, and me. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Uh, most of the time, it's good. So yeah. every so often, when there's someone that's like, oh, that guy's a dick. Yeah. Like So that other good review we had the other day where someone's like, oh, I like that, John. He's an asshole. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. why is that? Yeah. A... <laughs> yeah. It's, a, it's, so a it's all good. Yeah, it's no, good. it's all good. And don't yeah. worry, Joseph agrees with you. Joseph Caruso said, literally on the same day, I, I couldn't believe the timing of this, yeah. Men- both mentioning the hooded just, justice joke. John, you had me cracking up during the episode two podcast with the amount of times you said hooded justice. The best one was your guess about what was in the Christmas <laughs> gift. Hooded justice, yeah, lol. Good. Thanks for the laughs. <laughs> so it's interesting, you know, if we, you know, we divide opinion sometimes. John, I mean, you it's definitely good, divide John opinion. Does, yes. You, you know, you are the most divisive character in this podcast. Everyone else, everyone but else we, is we love you for your divisibility. If anything, you know, we can have half of you, third of you, fraction of you. It's all that fine. sort of sound. Yeah. yeah, but hold on. That sounds like you've said you love me for my disability. <laughs> uh, why sound that? I didn't even know divisibility is a word. So I don't think it is. Let us know. Email us at fancriticalpodcast.gmail.com and leave us your reviews because we genuinely do enjoy getting them and any constructive criticism is massively appreciated. Blue, blueberry us, you know, we want to be blueberried. Um, most of the time it's very, very positive. So we do appreciate all of that support. And unfortunately, that is it. <laughs> For today, guys, I want to, you know, uh, thank you for listening. Thank you very much. You're welcome. It was a very, very fun podcast, actually. And a very, uh, you know, I just love doing this Watchman podcast because we do have a genuine laugh uh, at Hooded Justice's expense. So that's the most important mm. thing. Um, please do subscribe yeah. and share the word of this and the gospel of the three minute men. We're not religious, but if we were, there would be a gospel. So, well, and yeah. spread it. So, the. Yeah. The gospel of the three minute men is is a powerful doctrine. Yeah. Len Len yeah. leans a little bit towards more the, like a uh, leaflet. <laughs> it's a, a small it's a post it note. It's a post it note, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, big time. Um, <laughs> um but yeah, thank you very much for listening. Uh John, thank you for joining us from London. Uh Gareth, Cheers, thank gents. you for getting up uh, very early with me to record this. Thanks, mate. Thanks for hosting. No worries. I had to rein you Fucking idiots in, didn't I? And I have done that. Hooded justice. Hooded justice. (laughs) Anyway, thank you for listening, guys. Uh, That has been the podcast. (laughs) Thus, we will be watching The Watchmen. Good night. A 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals. I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at ritual.com podcast.